It's seeking plum. So Chloe's been with us for a little over five weeks now, and I've given you a couple of updates about the interactions between Chloe and Bart, but I thought this time around I might give you a little insight into the antics of Chloe. <laughs> I think she has to be the most willful kitten I have ever had. She has so much personality, but I think we are finally finally getting somewhere with respect to uh, discipline, but but we'll see. So something a bit cute and funny that she has done since day one. When she's done eating her wet food, she will flick her individual feet, just the tiniest little bit, each foot, as if she had been standing in this big bowl of food or something, but she wasn't. Her feet never touched the food. It's as if she's saying, I wash my hands of this. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. This other one is so bizarre to me. So, okay, a new kitten, you can understand that they want to sniff everything, they want to check everything out, and they're interested in your food and drink. I get that. So I drink a lot of water and milk. I mean, a lot. And she will sniff the milk out, and it's not a big deal, right? I take her away and I tell her no, you know, whatever. The water is always in a sealed jug, so that's not even an issue. But recently, I decided to splurge and get myself some root beer because I had been craving it. Now, enjoying it is an adventure in itself because she will go over anything, through anything, to get to it. If she sees me sitting, she will climb up over me and leap to reach it. If I'm holding it in my hand straight up, she will leap and grab the bottom of the cup with both paws, and those polydactyl paws can get a better grip. And <laughs> it is crazy. I can't put it down, because before you know it, she's got her nose in it, or she's sticking her paw in it to lick her paw. If I stand up with it, well then she decides she has to climb me. And the other problem is, well, pop bubbles and fizzes and she can hear that. So you can't even be surreptitious about it. Yeah, I think when this is done, I don't think I'll be buying any more root beer for a while. So when one cat is more assertive than the other, or when one of them is still trying to find their footing, I like to put a bell on the more assertive cat. This will give the tentative or more nervous one a little bit of warning before they might get pounced on. So because Chloe is the new one to the house, Bart had the bell on. But this was backfiring, and I've never seen this happen before. She was sneaking up on him, and he was becoming nervous and jumping. And of course, she can hear him coming no matter where he's at. She, he can't hear her coming. So I tried to put a bell on her. OMG. It started as you would expect. You know, they do that funky little dance where they're trying to get it off and they don't know what it is. But then she just threw this complete temper tantrum fit. Somehow she partially loosened it and got it half off and stuck like on her jaw. She was rolling around and she clawed her own ear until she was bleeding. I finally got it off of her, but then she wouldn't come near me for the next 24 hours. I was like, uh, I'm not doing that again. So I had to take the bell off of Bart. And so far, I think it's actually helping. 
He's not as jumpy because he can sneak around now better. This last story is kind of pretty fun. I can't get over how smart she is. So I have these scat devices. It's canned air with a motion detector and you put them where you don't want cats to be. Basically, the cat comes within range and this device hisses at them and scares the bejeebers out of them. And sometimes me too. <laughs> I've scared myself a number of times when I have it sitting on the desk and forgot about it. So I placed one behind the TV where all the wires are because she kept going back there and chewing on them. Once you turn it on, there's like a 30 second delay before it finally activates. It gives you time to get away from it. Of course, she didn't know that and she was nose to nose with it when she was sniffing it and checking it out. She came tearing out of there. She ran into the other room and then she stayed there for like a couple of hours. It was either later that day or maybe the next day she decided to try again. <laughs> it scared her again and she didn't run quite as far, but that was the last time she went back there. So. What I was talking about with respect to her being smart is she has these favorite toys. They're these little crinkle balls. They're kind of made of this weird sort of colored foil. They make noise when you interact with them. They're real light and they bounce around. And Anyway, she will play with those things forever. But when one of these gets even remotely close to that area, like we're talking the front of the TV and stuff, she will, she will stop, she will pick it up and take it to another part of the living room and start playing with it over there. She'll go hog wild, play with it all over the place, but if it ends up back over there again, gets even close, she'll stop, pick it up, move it again. She keeps doing that. Sometimes when she stops, she even looks in between the devices to look back there to see if she can still see the, see the scat device. I almost feel like I have to leave it there now and I can't put it anywhere else. But as she gets bigger, I know I'm going to have to use them for the kitchen counters. Anyway, they are amazing. If you ever are interested in getting them, yeah, just like a couple of times and the cats learn and they never go there again. In fact, now that she's scared of those devices, now I can use regular canned air when she's doing something else she shouldn't be doing and I can do that on command. Cats don't really understand no, so hissing is supposedly better and I can hiss with my mouth to Bart and he gets that and he, he behaves and responds to it, but not her. She's like, I'm gonna do my own thing. <laughs> so now that she's scared of the scat device, now canned air actually does something. So finally, after about five weeks, we're making some headway. <laughs> Finally! At this very moment, she is perched on one of those beds that is suctioned to the sliding door, and she's watching birds eat bird seed on the balcony. One of those inexpensive ways to entertain your cats. <laughs> anyway, she is, she is quite the character. And that is your latest installment in Kitten Talk. <laughs> so, you know how Chloe likes her root beer. I thought maybe, just maybe, you know, if you give them what they're looking for, it'll dissipate their desire for what they think is so wonderful. 
so when I entirely emptied the mug, I tipped it over and handed it her way. For a little perspective, it's one of those types that gets a little skinnier at the bottom than at the top. But she squished her entire head and two front paws to the very bottom of that mug. She licked and pawed frantically. And it was like she wanted to crawl through the mug. She then pulled her paw out and was like clawing at the cup to see if she could get something on the other side of it. She even brought her head out and started chewing on the edge of the cup. Then she went back in again. If I'd had an extra hand, I would have filmed it. <laughs> right now, they are sitting mere inches from behind my head, flapping at each other and meowing and hissing. <laughs> of course, now that I hit the record button again, they, they've stopped. They're just staring each other down. I'm afraid to turn around though for getting a paw in the eye. Anyway, clearly the root beer experiment backfired. The girl is insanely obsessed.